Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to Footballer Season 2, Episode 30. This week, I'm joined by Steve Stokes, Pro FIFA Coach, Matt Lamborn, Pioneer FIFA Podcast, and Right Foot, Market Expert. This week, we have rode to the final, and I'm joined by the footballers team to help unpack it all. But none of this would be possible if it wasn't for the footballers, sponsors, and supporters. So thanks to each and every one of you guys. Let's get into the show. Welcome back to Footballers. Steve, I want to say thank you for filling in for me last week. You did a tremendous job, and um, I was extremely worried as I was listening to the pod because, you know, you never, you never know what's going to come out of Steve's mouth at some points in, in the podcast game, but you did very well, and I'm, I'm very proud of you. Thanks very much, Hunter. So thank you for that. How are you? Yeah, you're right. I was absolutely tremendous, and on behalf of all the listeners, I'd like to apologize for the fact that you were back. Paul, how are you this week? I'm good, apart from being bullied by you fuckers for being the only nicotine addict. But yeah, it's been a good week. Positive peer pressure, Paul. Yeah, you're not stopping me from vaping. Could lose half a lung, and I'd slob a puff now and again. <laughs> oh, he's he, look, he's committed. I got to give him that. Committed. Should be committed. I like the level of commitment. Live fast, die young, or live. You, you've kind of fucked that up, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> that ship sailed, mate. <laughs> the, the living fast bit's more like <laughs> a gentle stroll. Still gonna fucking die young, though. But sounds of it, according to you guys. Mm. Well, Metz is here with us too. He's he's kind of just listening in the background. How are you doing, Metz? I was just you know, quietly waiting my turn, but yeah, I'm doing all right. Mm. I went to see a comedian yesterday, Rob Beckett, for those who are sort of UK-based might be aware of who he is. And uh, I proceeded to get absolutely soaking wet, parked the, the car way too far from the venue. And I did the gentlemanly thing of going to fetch the car so the missus could stay dry in the venue whilst I went to pick her up. And I got completely fucking soaked and I've been shivering for the last 24 hours. But apart from that, I'm dandy. What a man. Gentleman. Yeah. We've all been there, except for Steve. Yeah, never. Probably, he probably had his day. Go get the car for him. Um, we, we got our new Road to the Final promo to talk about this week. Personally, haven't gotten into any of these cards just yet myself. I am looking at Kai Havertz. He, he looks rather tasty with a unique body type. Has anybody used Havertz before we get into this? I need to know. No. Okay. Thanks. You guys are a tremendous help. Uh, Steve, what do you like about this road to the final promo? Nothing. Yeah. Trying to be positive and, um, but yeah. It's hard to love it. It's the same cards as they always use. Exactly. I mean, I, I'd like that one or two cards. I like Kempembe has got a decent card, to be honest with you. It's a really meta card. Why shouldn't it have an upgraded card? But, yeah, it's just there's no imagination. I think Gareth Bale's got one, and he's played something like three minutes of Champions League football this season. I mean, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. they could have, if you wanted a Real Madrid player, you could have used a Tony Cruz and made him usable, boost up his pace, make it exciting, add another element. You know, you could get some Bundesliga, La Liga hybrids going on if you had that. But 
I just don't, it seems very lazy and very much like rubbing your nose in it. Like just eat this shit. I know you're going to eat it anyway. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. You're going to keep playing because we give you this shit content. Paul, is that summing up about right? Yeah. On the bright side though, at least we know what we're buying because we've used it again in previous years. That's Um, right. You know, and it's, it's stuff that sells packs in it. The, the good cards. You've got Hanato, Lorente, Kimpembe. Oh, yeah. all, all cards that people want to use. Money. And yeah, just, you know, it is lazy though. Just, you know, there's loads of cards that are played in Champions League or not just Champions League in, in European football that nobody really talks too much about but it's not really going to get an upgrade but the team might go through. There were loads of opportunities but the the missed but they'll sell packs. Alexis Sanchez gets one every year. Why is that? I, I don't get it. I don't know. But I'm just waiting for my pe- uh, special Perisic card that comes every year. It's coming. You know it's coming eventually. The most Matt Meta card ever. But it'll come right at the cusp when, by the time it comes out a week later, team of the season will just annihilate it. So thanks very much, EA. But um, it's all become quite formulaic hasn't it where we know that at a certain time of year the same cars every time are coming out and Hunter you set a graphic around the team a few days ago which demonstrated I don't know if it was last year or the year before whereby the exact same 11 players were released last year and they've done it again this year and yeah they're all popular so I'm not going to go oh this is a bad program because of recycling cars if it's cars that people like then fair enough and for what it's worth cosmetically speaking they do look nice so people who like to hoard cars because they look cool We'll probably be very happy with this, but um, yeah, it's it's mostly all stuff we've seen before. But I guarantee you that one of the most usable cards in this group will be Illicit from Atalanta, and no one's going to go anywhere near it because he had an inform. I think it was either week one or week two that was absolutely incredible relative to the period of time in the game it came out. And no one's going to go anywhere near it, unfortunately. But I, I'm going to try and pick that one up and, and give it a whirl with my Serie A team. I think it'll be very, very tasty indeed. He doesn't seem to be the most popular as he's selling for about 35000 But his, that's another one that got a uh, road to the final card back in uh, FIFA 19, I believe. FIFA 19 or FIFA 20. He's, he's part of that 11 repeat. Um, but yeah, to me, road to the final, just meh. I'm not that excited about it. There's so many other cards in the game that are so much better than these already, in my opinion, but these do have the ability to further upgrade, which there adds that dynamic to it. Steve, what do you think? Well, helpfully, I have actually used one of these cards quite a lot, um, but I can't say who it is for reasons that we'll get to later in the pod. It's a secret, but yeah, very good. I'll give you a clue. He's English. I should give it away. Would have never guessed. Hmm. You have candles burning in the background? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> trying to set the scene. Trying to make it all romantic. Telling you, it's putting a nice glow on his face there. He actually looks like a decently groomed human being. Never mind. The Bamford blow up doll appreciates that type of stuff. <laughs> They're actually electronic lights, but I've set them to flicker. Just oh, why do I? Oh. <laughs> all right. Fuck you. Uh, well. Maybe later. Ask Patrick. Um, you spoke, you and I spoke earlier in the week, Steve, about this uh, player of the month, Ben Yetter. And you, I'm noticing a trend, by the way. Something our, our resident champion, Dylan Campbell, likes to say about certain cards is best in the game. Did he once again say this about Ben Yetter? Best card in the game? I think he said something like he's the, Best finisher apart from Eusebio, <laughs> something like that. And I think I've heard that before about another card the week ago. I can't quite remember who, but it yeah. rings a bell. David from League. Mm. Jonathan David, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's a good card um, and he does finish well. Very good. Um, ben Yedder does as well. I, I think actually Dylan was, was lightening the, uh, the dribbling to Eusebio as well. So, yeah, there are similarities. Have you used? Player of the Month, Ben Yedder? I have used Player of the Month, Ben Yedder. I've I packed his uh, signature signings card on my main account and really, really enjoyed that. Great card. So there was no point in me doing it on the main account, but 
on the RTG, which is basically all first owner. I did do it on that. And he's 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 as good as the signature signings card, really. I mean, it's not a massive upgrade. He's got plus one across most categories. There's a few where he's got slightly larger upgrades, but it's basically the same card as the signature signings. And he does what you'd expect good old Ben Cheddar to do, really. Um, he gets his fair share of cheese. He's great on the ball in a good connection. You can turn with him really nicely. You can create plenty of space in the box by kind of faking one way and, and going the other. And obviously, he's got that five-star weak foot, so it doesn't matter which way you fake and then come back. You know that you're always going to get a pretty genuine shot from him. Um, one thing I have noticed about him, I, I don't know if this is particular to the player of the month card, maybe something that I just haven't noticed with the signature signings, he feels a little bit stronger than he should do. And his strength isn't really that um, strong. So Yeah, it's, 74. Yeah, it's, it's a bit strange. I think it's to do with the fact that he's got such great balance. I think it's just he feels strong because it's difficult to actually knock him off the ball. Um, whether it's value or not, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably say have a look at his signature signings card and get the tradable version, to be honest with you. But, yeah, if you uh, if you want to craft something or, you know, you need a league on striker there, mm. have a look at him. Good card. Good, genuine, solid card. And that five-star weak foot is invaluable. Yeah, the signature signings is going for about 275 on PlayStation, 230 on Xbox. And the player of the month, you're going to pay about a 50K premium on top of that. So... I'm always one to opt for the tradable version when it comes to these situations. Um, better to have something you can change in later for coins than be committed to something. I think the really great thing about it is that it's, it's practic- because the cards are so similar, it's practically a try-before-you-buy option. So if you are thinking of doing the uh, the SBC, even if it means you're going to lose a few few coins in tax, you know, try the signature signings first, see how you get on with it. You know, they did that earlier in the year with a couple of the showdown SPCs and did it quite a bit last year, I believe, which was really cool. I mean, you could go in and do it for a one game loan, go use them in friendly, see how you like him, make a choice, yeah. but they kind of stopped doing that. Uh, they still do it with icons. Mets, have you had a chance to use this Spinetta card or have you gone up against him? I have used him and I like to take credit for discovering Ben Yedder before anyone else in Europe. Remember back on uh, footstock stroke, the foothead podcast back in the day, um, we we championed Ben Yedder's first inform when he was at Toulouse as being uh, our novelty inform of the week, and that sort of started off uh, a run over many years of where Ben Yedder became one of the most popular players in the game. So every time a special Ben Yedder comes up, I'm inclined to try it. Can I just uh, so- can I just say that you were responsible, Matt, for me actually running um, a league and starter team with Ben Yedder and Jeremy Menez playing up go. front. There we are. Great player, Menez, or Mene, depending on your persuasion. Anyway, so jump at the chance to, to do any special Ben Yedder, so did this one right away. And I was using this card uh, in conjunction with Steve's new buy-in system, which I don't think I personally have the personnel to do the system justice, so I was struggling a little bit. Played eight games with Ben Yedder, no goals. <laughs> so that's kind of embarrassing. More of a reflection on me than perhaps uh, the Ben Yedder card. But I think it is one of those ones whereby it's not going to be universally brilliant with for every player. You do need to be um, good at a certain time of game style. And Ben Yedder just is a box predator. Yeah. doesn't have a shed load of individual ability to do magic outside of the box, create stuff out of nothing. If you're good at recycling possession in and around the box, working passes, quick turns, that kind of thing, the stuff that Steve likes to champion with less stick, that kind of thing, and wait for your opportunity patiently to just get that half yard for a shot on either foot, then Ben Yed is going to be a godlike card for you. But if that's not your style and you perhaps are a bit more direct, you probably won't get the absolute best results out of it. So it's just something to keep in mind before you splurge your coins on that one. Can you remember Sean Gouter, the Bermudan and Man City striker? Mm-hmm. Ben Yedder's the old feed the goat. If you feed Ben Yedder, he'll score. If you can get the ball to him inside the box. Feed him cheese and he'll score, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Werner's another one of those cards in FIFA, always has been. 
Just get him the ball and he'll fucking score. If only he could translate that on the pitch. Real life. Paul, you've been kind of quiet on this one. Where do you um, stand on Ben Yetter? I'm in the process of doing it, but I'm not rushing. Because, you fucking sleeping again? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to stay awake. You guys are boring as fuck. Um, but I have, I'm halfway through Ben Yetter, but I'm, I'm not rushing. He's out for the whole month. Whenever I get duplicates, I will just put them into Ben Yedda. But I do. I have used the signature signings, and and like you say, he's, he's just that guy who you get the ball in the box, get some space, and shoot. He, if if it, it reminds me a little bit of the Jesus ice cards, he, he just finishes everything. Um, and and like you say, Steve, he does seem. I noticed with the signature signings is. He ain't got very good strength, but he does seem to hold people off. He does seem to just get through and just get and, and finish it. It's, it's a really nice card, and he's not he's not great value, but he's a, a striker that you could have there for for ages. He'll do a job for a good while, won't he? Yeah, good card. He's always pretty popular in the foot community, so I haven't done him. I still might haven't decided yet. My club's pretty dry when it comes to fodder and high rated cards, so really just kind of holding out for that next big thing. But something that is back is the man of the match, the orange cards. Um, is it just me or do they always just try to slip these in and they hardly ever advertise these? And, you know, I'm going back every year since they started this. I mean, as far as back as I can remember, like FIFA 15, they started doing these, I believe, and whatever it was, they never advertise them. They don't publicize them. They don't try to push packs with them. They just slip them in randomly. And it's not even on content time. It's just random, you know, hours of the night. And to me, this is better than team of the week, in my opinion. Should we get these cards in red pick options, Mets? That's a great idea. I would definitely appreciate that. And it's it's more reactive to what's going on in real life rather than EA yes. either recycling old content or just deciding we want a special Kimpembe this week because that's a popular sort of meta card. Um, so I'm down for them. Um, for my experience, buying them right away is almost always a bad idea because they tend to be quite unpopular as time goes on. They drop in value very, very quickly because the upgrades are quite minimal. So if there is one that you have your eye on, perhaps give it a few days, maybe a week, and then pick them up unless you're absolutely desperate for it and you should get it for the best possible price. Um, but if you, you do um, have your eye on one, don't wait too long either to pick them up because sometimes these can become quite rare, particularly if they're a, a you know a lesser um, desirable player. I remember one year <laughs> being a Stoke fan, every time a special Stoke card was coming up, and this is when they're in the Premier League, I would I would try and get it. And Breck Shea, who was an American left winger <laughs> from Texas Hunter, um, got one of these man of the match cards at um what is it? The um, what's the South American Championships called? What an America guested in it a few years ago. I can't remember what the fucking called now. Copa America. Copa America. Sorry, that was yeah. Uh, so yeah, the USA were guested in the Copa America. Brett Shea got a man of the match card, and it came out with like a wild price cap of like two hundred k for like a seventy four rated card. And um, so I saw one on the market sat on it, didn't buy it, and then it never came back. It was literally one card ever got produced. It was ultra, ultra rare, so that was kind of funny. So uh, I'm sure if you're going for like these the 80 plus type ones, they'll be a bit more commonplace. But sometimes when you when you just want a card, you have to splurge on it. So that's just a little little anecdote there. But uh, yeah, generally don't pay like full whack for these when they come out because they do fall in price quite quickly most of the time. Yeah, but there's some real gems in here. I mean, I know... A lot of people see these as like Team of the Week 2.0, but like this Argentinian center back from Spurs, Romero, you slap a shadow on him, you slap it, you got to slap it or it won't work. He's got 92 pace, 95 defending, 89 physicality with a 92 overall rating at center back for 22,000 coins. I mean, and that's Argentina a don't get many good center backs generally, so that exactly. one would be very popular and hold its price probably throughout the game. Uh, for, purely for people who like to make Argentina teams. So that's one to, to keep an eye on yeah. for sure. Cool. Nice little cheeky Dybala in there and a 90 rated Lukaku. I mean, these are red picks worth getting if we could, if they could somehow swing that. Steve? 
I was just going to throw in that Romero gets the link to uh, to the current objective card, the um, mm. the Argentinian yeah. centre back called Martinez. 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 It was a great card, by the way. Really well rounded card. Martinez. That's as bad as kettlebells. Martinez. What do you want from me? How about that Stoke lad, Campbell, Matt? You- <laughs> Tyrese Campbell getting one. That That's nice. Um, <laughs> I don't know how usable he's going to be from a competitive point of view, but I know Dom from our Discord will definitely be making a team around him. So nice to see one of those. And he's fast, so he's going to be usable. He's got 90 plus pace. Uh, so can fill in your, your sort of right wing gap in some sort of funky team. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't expect too much from that one. But always nice to see a special Stoke card. I packed him untradeable. He's terrible. Ooh. Lucky. Lucky guy. Well, we did get a new splash screen today, and um, we got icon swaps coming tomorrow. Tomorrow being Monday. Today is Sunday, February 20th. Uh, Icon swaps, round two. Do we know anything about icon swaps, or have the leaks dried up, Paul? Yeah, so it looks like it's already been leaked, and we are getting Henri, (laughs) Cafu, Gerard, Stoichkov, Moments Cannavaro, um, Grinch's 17 tokens, which is a lot of games for a, you know, is it a prime Grincher? What are you laughing at? So, uh, sorry. Just looking at, um, I thought we were looking at the same thing and Steve posted a link about seven proven health benefits of dark chocolate. I thought I'd copied um, a link to the leak of the icon swaps thing, but I hadn't, yeah. so it pasted what was already in my clipboard. Don't ask. That was quite lucky, Steve. That was... <laughs> yeah, it could have been a lot worse. It, could have been a it lot couldn't. Worse. I live a wholesome life. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the icon swaps round two does look a little bit more juicy uh, except for that Gerard. I don't think anybody's going to go for that. And I don't think people are going to be able to pass up on all these packs and save up all 17 for Garincha either. Maybe a few people will. But to me, by the time we get to that point where you can actually achieve Garincha, he's going to be, I mean, he's going to be behind the power curve. Uh, it sounds ridiculous to say that 94 Garincha is going to be behind the power curve, but there's several cards, in my opinion, already at right wing that are better than him. So Steve, where do you sit with icon swaps? To me, this is just packs and give me the packs and I'm done. Yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, it depends at what level your team is really, doesn't it? To a lot of people, Garincha, it's going to be a squad changing card, you know. But the Mm. the problem is, and I mean, this is where I really have a grievance with the way that it's run, is that if you want to grind for Garincha now, why can't you grind for Garincha now? Why has it got to be dictated by it being released in two batches? If you wanted to put the time and effort in right now, you could probably use him and, and get some some good fun with him for, you know, a good good month or so. But by the time you can actually complete the second set of icon swaps, as you say, he's he's gonna be uh he's gonna be struggling with a lot of the a lot of the defenders that are out now. So yeah, pretty much if you take any card there, you're gonna end up with something that's behind the power curve. I would think a lot of people have already seen that from icon swaps one with the likes of Rio Ferdinand, you know, that looked a good card at the time. He's been swamped quickly. Um, the same thing's going to happen again. So if you want value from it, take the packs. If you want to gamble, do the uh, do the icon picks, but I wouldn't recommend that. If you want to be smart, yeah, do the packs. Mets? Yeah, I'm not terribly impressed with with any of those icons that interest me whatsoever so I'll be taking um, the big boy packs and trying to gamble something up but I think one good thing about this type of promo is that it will help people who are coming into the game late build a usable if not super competitive squad very very quickly they are almost certainly either pack something worth using or at least have a an icon to build a, an okay team around. So, okay, they're not really going to do favours for people like us who have been playing weekend league most weeks and have you know very high-tier squads. But for the layman, these type of things are, are, are super helpful. Well, Steve, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to transition a little bit here because you were talking about why can't people just grind for Garincha now if they want to grind for him now? And I know you know the answer to that question, but for those who don't, 
this is their way, EA's way of keeping you engaged daily or weekly so they can keep those claws into you and expose you to these packs and, and these, you know, the ideas of the content that they're pushing and drive you to the store to try to milk a few more bucks out of you throughout this promo. Because if they just let everything go all at once, most people, the hardcore people would have everything done in a day, two days, and that would be it. And they would be bitching and moaning about, we need more content. We need more content. We need, we need, we need, we need, because we're addicted. Um, does that about sum it up, Steve? Yes. We did get a new friendly mode, which kind of goes along with this, where you can grind and work daily towards an, an in-game goal, right? Of achieving an objective by playing, what is it, five games a day and going yeah. in and playing five more? You get rewards going up in, in increments of if you win three games, you, you get a, yeah. an incrementally more valuable reward. Hmm. Interesting. Um, haven't done that one. I'm not going to fall for that one. I'm not going to get sucked into that. Have you guys done that? No. Not yet, but I will do. I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I like it. It reminds me a lot of the old daily knockout format. I've, I've seen a lot of cynicism about it, but yeah, if... Uh, like you say, if, if people have run out of things to grind or what have you, difficult to imagine with icon swaps coming out. But I think as a as a midweek distraction, there's there's nothing wrong with it. It's there if you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, don't. You know. But yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I, I'm same, Steve. I think it's great if you've you know if you've got your rivals wins and you've qualified for weekend league and you want to play a few games. If you're just playing them in rivals, you're not really getting rewarded for anything because you've already got your wins. So why not get yourself a few packs? You're getting something for playing the game, aren't you? Which is which is nice uh, because we all want something for playing the game. Now we can't just uh, play it for fun. Yeah, some of us I'm, can. I'm being, I'm being cynical, but yeah, you know, it's always good to get a pack or two. Who don't love a pack? Yeah. Anybody that says that there's not enough things to grind on this game at the moment. I would call you one of two things, uh, a liar or an addict. Um, if you're running out of things to grind in this game, you got some serious fucking problems because there is loads and loads and loads of shit. To I, I was going through it the other day. Uh, I, I couldn't even keep track of all the things. I couldn't pick out what I wanted to start grinding because there was just so many things to choose from. I just had fucking started playing Rivals because it was just overwhelming the amount of content that we have right now. Um which is a good thing. It gives you options. It gives you choices. If, if one game mode is mudded, go try another one. Have you ever felt like you're not getting the results you deserve in Ultimate Team? Maybe you're tired of spending money on FIFA points only to be constantly disappointed. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be that way. If you want to improve your game permanently, make the smart choice and enroll in the Steve Stokes Foot Academy. There you'll find everything you need to unlock the potential that your game deserves. From in-depth tutorials to finely tuned custom tactics, you'll find a goldmine of resources that are guaranteed to take your game to the next level. Guaranteed? Yeah, you heard me right. If you feel like your game hasn't improved after one month with Foot Academy, Steve will give you your money back. That's the confidence that comes from being the best in the business. Take advantage of this unmissable offer. Head to patreon.com forward slash Foot Academy and enroll in the Foot Academy today. That's patreon.com forward slash Foot Academy. The Steve Stokes Foot Academy, unlocking the potential that your game deserves. Would you like to tell listeners the, the story of your, your controllers and the meta way of replacing a broken controller? Oh, yeah. This is, this is, this great, is ultimate. Sh- if, if you're into ultimate shithousery, listen up here. This isn't shithousery. I could this tell you about shit-housery, some shithousery yeah. I've done this week, which oh, I, I've been really struggling with, actually. And Car- I'll tell you the story because Karma came and bit me in the ass today. Um, I had a team of the uh, messy. And he's about 2.6, 2.7 million on Xbox. And I was a bit cheeky and I listed him up for 3.5. Because when I was buying this card, I nearly bought a few at 3.5 because when you're quickly rushing, it looks, you know, it looks very similar. And I listed it and somebody bought it 900k over his buy now price. And I felt a bit bad. Did you really though? It's a bit of a shithouse thing to do. Oh, I genuinely feel bad. I do feel bad, yeah, because... I don't believe you. If somebody took... And I did that make that mistake today. Karma bit me in the ass. I bought a caca that I thought was 305,000, but it wasn't. It was 503,000. Oh, no. I thought he was going to say million. That could have been worse. 
Yeah. Yeah, but you're still in the you're still in the black. I mean, I am, but Cam bit me in the ass. I'm still in. You know, I'm still I'm still winning. Yeah. But so it's a shit a thing to do, isn't it? No, it's not. Is it not? No. It's the American way, man. Oh, fuck them then. Yeah. And at least you know how to save money on controllers, Paul. Oh, controllers. Here we go. Let us into the secret. So, buy a controller. If it breaks, don't just go buy a new one. Take it back to the store and get it replaced. But buy a couple of controllers so you've got a couple in rotation. You've got receipts, probably 12 months apart. If your controller breaks take it back to Argos or any other good controller retailer and get yourself a new one because they should work for long. They should work for 12 months. That's, you know, you've got rights, people take your controllers back. How often do you take them back? (laughs) Whenever they break. Oh, you do wait till they break. You don't just fancy the odd sort of, you know, this one's got a bit slack. No, because when you go about the test the controller and go, it's broken, yes. And I know, I fucking know it is. I've just brought it to you, you dickhead. I've just broken it. I've just, bro- I've just broke it. They actually test it before they accept it back? Yeah, they take it and say, oh, sorry about that, sir. We'd like to replace that for you. That's better than they do here. I can go to Walmart here and, and like buy a bunch of diapers, shit in them and bring them back and then tell them the diapers already had shit in them and they'd give them my money back. I guarantee you. That's how it is here. Yeah, you can get your money back for anything. There you go, you see. If something breaks, or, you know, it's yeah. faulty. Get your money back. Yeah. Keep your receipts, kids. Keep your receipt, kids, and your boxes. Yeah. They're too expensive to be, you know, not that I'm tight or anything, but they're too expensive just to be going by and buying a new one every time it breaks. <laughs> not that I'm tight. I would have never guessed that you were tight. 100% never done this. Definitely never done it. I, 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 would, oh, I would bet a fair amount of money that at some point in our lives all of us have done this yeah you're accusing us of fraud sir yes it's not fraud yes i it's not fraud. Whoa, whoa 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 let's fucking hold on hold on a little bit this is not fraud i've bought a product from argos and they've told me that you get a 12 months manufacturer's warranty am i wrong i've taken I back the warranty the covers months. you against throwing it against the wall though Oh, I don't throw them against the wall. Have you ever taken one of your controllers that were more than a year old and used it as if it was one that was less than a year old? No comment. Mm. <laughs> Indeed, sir. Let's move on. Let's 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 get him out of this this mud he's put himself in. Um, just for the record, if there's any lawyers listening, Paul is not listed on our LLC. He's not part of our company. We don't own any of his activity whatsoever. They just use um, my bank account. In the Seychelles. With all the new content that's constantly being released every week, it's easy to get confused or get left behind. You don't have to worry about that with FIFA U-Team. That's the website that I've used for years. Get all your FIFA news, content trackers, dynamic updates, everything you need to make sure you're at the forefront of FIFA information. That's FIFAUteam.com or simply click the link in the show notes. Uh, One thing we wanted to talk about before we get into some questions is... We did a poll this week on the footballer's Twitter account, Steve, right? And we asked people basically, why do they play competitive modes in FIFA? Like, why do you play rivals? And I think the question was, was it either to get better at the game or to improve your team? And the majority said to improve their teams. And this is interesting. This kind of, it struck a, a conversation between Steve and I, and we wanted to talk about it here on the pod. Matt, why, why do you play? let's say foot champs and rivals when you do choose to play it, what's the motivation behind it? Is it because you enjoy the game or is it because you want rewards and pack? I don't have a hundred percent definitive answer to that. I'm sorry. You caught me out. Um, don't make him question why yeah. he plays the game. It's yeah. Fragile. Sometimes it's, let's say a new promo's come out and you, you've packed something cool and you, and you need to test it out in a competitive setting. So you take it into weekend league or whatever. So sometimes it's a genuine will to want to test yourself at a decent level. That said, and I've said this ever since weekend league was a thing, I wouldn't play it if there weren't any rewards because it's, it's just too much fucking hassle and, and, and grief from other players, right? So there's a problem, but I think that's a problem with 
Ultimate Team in general now that they've worked themselves into a corner where people won't play much if they're not incentivized to do so with either free content or packs. So yeah, it's a bit of a problem. So sometimes it's I need to keep my my club up to date. I need some stock in the club, so I need some packs. Sometimes it's I want to test my my new team out, that kind of thing. And maybe the other it's it's just habitual. It's it's Friday night or Saturday. You want something to do. It's weekend league. So what else are you going to play? You know, rivals is generally like a a weekday thing, right? So you're not going to play that at the weekend. So you play weekend league by by default, providing that you're qualified. So yeah, I, I kind of covered all bases there, but there isn't one definitive reason to play. It's, it's circumstantial, I would say. Yeah, and it's definitely a, a fluid question that can kind of change the result based on what is impacts at the time, what time of the year it is, et cetera. But uh, Paul, Paul, what do you think? Why do you play it? I mean, do you play it because you enjoy it for the most part or do you play it because you you want to upgrade your team? You want the packs, you want the, the stuff for coins to trade? Yeah, it's, we've all, you already said that. I think it's a little bit, a little bit of both. Um, I am quite competitive, so I do like the competitive modes, even though I'm not not the best player. And even without rewards, I think I would pr- still probably play because it's you know it's fun at times. And when it's not fun and the connection's bad, I don't I don't always play. I just switch it off. But it, I think a lot of it is like you said, mate. It's, it's habitual. You know, we're bordering on addicted to the game, and you just play it. You just you know, and for me as well, it's it's just time when I switch off, put my headphones on, put some music on or a podcast, and play the game. Um, yeah. And it's good just to switch off. And the other thing, I'm very competitive, but too lazy to do any exercise. So it's it's you know it, fe- it the, feeds that. Conundrum. <laughs> it feeds I've, that. I've got the hack for that, as you guys saw earlier before we started <laughs> oh, recording. Fuck. Hey, look, this is the way forward. Fitness squad no, battles. No, it's not. It is. No. I've got this little sort of step machine that goes just slots under the desk quite nicely. And because I've got the standing desk now, I can just get on the sort of step machine, knock out a bit of a workout, burn a few calories, get 6,000 squad battles points. Everyone's a winner. And I was watching the Winter Olympics as well while I was doing it this morning. How's that for multitasking? I think I'd rather die than get sweaty whilst playing squad battles. Yeah. Sweatings for weekend league only. Did that uh, little workout machine come with a free shake weight by chance? I know what a shake weight is. And you're alluding to masturbation, Hunter. What? Yes. No, man, it's shake weight. It's a great workout. The overhead arm shake weight is really How good do you for do your it, triceps. Hunter? I'm doing it right now on the camera. You can see it. Hunter's oh, doing man. a masturbation motion for, for those of you that can't see, which is basically everybody. Shake GG, weight. Hunter. Kind of surprised you were kind of up to tune with that shake weight. If you don't know what a shake weight is, look on YouTube. Before we move on to community questions and hot takes, I did skip over Steve and I'm coming back to get him. Steve, why do you play? Because it's my job, innit? Yeah, in it. In it. Do you enjoy your job, Steve? Do I? Well, there's worse things to do, isn't there? Really? I don't want to go on a, a huge rant here, but this is part of the issue why, Steve, you know how I get when I play this game and the gameplay's mudded. It really aggravates the piss out of me because I stay in tune with this game largely in most part for a few reasons, for the community that we've created and for the podcast. And when you put time and effort into something, and I'm not talking about from a money standpoint, just from a time standpoint, and the game is so inconsistent, it really gets to me, it gets under my skin because I'm one of the few players, I think, that just plays the game because I like to play the game. And I think that's a dying breed in this community. Like Matt, you can probably relate. Steve, Paul, we're all kind of, we're, we're in our thirties or at least forties. We appreciate good video games because back in the day, that's all we had. But this new generation of gamers, they're fed into this system to where you just pay for play and loot box after loot box. And it's just a, it's a vicious cycle and you can't just play something to enjoy it anymore. And it bothers me. That is absolutely the smart approach, and it's, it's the correct answer to that question. I would argue, really, that your motivation for playing any competitive form of, of FIFA, it should be to get better at the game. Because logically, 
you can spend a fortune on packs. You could have the best team possible. But if you're absolutely wank at the game, you're still going to lose. So if you get good at the game, the rewards that you get are going to improve. You're going to get better. Your team will get better and it will solve everything. So, you know, I mean, okay, I've got a vested interest. I coach people. I, You know, I've got the Foot Academy and all that sort of thing. So you could say that I'm biased, but apply logic to it yourselves. The, the logical smart answer is to play because you want to get better at the game. Do that and the rewards will come. And even if they don't come, they won't be as, as detrimental to your success because people are so brainwashed into thinking, I need better players to be better at this game. I have to upgrade this player. Who should I upgrade next? No, just upgrade your game because you can't finish. You get into the thir- in the final third and you can't do anything. So fix yourself first and let the rest sort itself out because you can't change it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. You raise an interesting point there accidentally, Steve. You say play to get better at the game, which sounds sensible. That said, there are some people who want to have fun without necessarily improving. They should just be able to log on and the game should be fun and it should pitch you against appropriately skilled people or, or randomers. So sometimes you get battered, sometimes you're the person delivering the battering. And I think that there's too much on this game where um, either high-value rewards or a competitive outcome is is the key. Sometimes it should be fun to play even when you lose. And I think we're, we're too wrapped up in achieving a win at all costs, whether that's because you are striving towards a, a certain goal or you're trying to unlock a, a certain reward. Every game as a game designer should deliver a fun experience every match that you play, regardless of, of the outcome. That that's the dream scenario that everyone who, who dedicates twenty minutes towards a match enjoys it, regardless of whether they win or lose, whether they get a reward, that kind of thing. We're just not there at the moment. It's it's all too results orientated at the moment, and mm-hmm. it's something that they need to work on in the long term. I think. I think that's one of the reasons to love this new friendlies mode, really, and and you know objectives modes as well. You know, there are games where you can play less competitively and. Friendly matchmaking is random. So, you know, you could, if you're unlucky, you could be in Division 10 and get matched up against somebody in the elite division. Conversely, if you're an average player and say Div 4, Div 5, you know, you could meet somebody that you're going to wallop. So I think EA have done a better job of of catering for that, but I would still like to see looser restrictions on matchmaking and Div rivals, I think. As I think Hunter would agree, because you've been struggling to find games, haven't you, this week? Yeah, I didn't even want to go there because I didn't want to get on my soapbox, but it has been atrocious this week trying to find games. And I think it's largely in part to skill-based matchmaking because, you know, Steve, you, you pointed out a good hint to me. Look at how many live transfers and see how active the game is right now. So you can see if it's in a new gen or old gen thing. Well, PlayStation and Xbox have shared markets. So the PlayStation market has 5.2 million live transfers. So that tells me there's plenty of people active in the game. Yet... I tried this morning for 30 minutes, couldn't find a single game on either old or new gen. So Sunday morning in America, everybody's at church. Sunday morning, nine o'clock. Maybe. All the good people. You would think somebody in Houston, Texas was was playing FIFA at at 9 a.m. I mean, it's what the third largest city in in the country. So I don't know. It just seems a little strange to me. Coming back to fun. I think they've made a huge step towards having more fun on this game with co-op. And I, I'm I'm hoping and praying that the speaking of church, I'm hoping and praying that we we're gonna move more into that as the game you know, as the game progresses over the next year or two and there's more co op or even, you know, three players. Because it is so much more fun playing with your mates oh against against other people. It's it's what I do for fun in the game most of the time when I'm not playing weekend league. The most fun I've ever had in FIFA, and this is true every year, is when I get five or six people dedicated to playing pro clubs. That is the most fun way to enjoy FIFA. And it's a shame that they don't pursue that route at all, and it's completely neglected. But they have the opportunity to utilize co-op and foot, and they still just kind of struggle to do it. Like, I don't get it. 
doesn't make any sense. Like if you want people to engage, give the people what they want and they'll engage and they'll engage for a long time. And there's so many different things you could do with this tournaments. You know, you can do streams with it, uh, charity giveaways, all kind of stuff you could do with this, but there it sits just unused. They have used co-op this year for some of the competitive pro games. Some of that's co-op this year. So hopefully that, that pushes things along. So before we go, we just want to let everybody know, give everybody a heads up that we have secured an interview with Dr. Anna Limke, who is the author of the New York Times bestseller, Dopamine Nation. Steve turned me on to this book and I read it and I mean, I was instantly in love with this book and it's, it, it really just speaks to, to this game and how this game is developed and how they have everyone addicted. Uh, she's going to be coming on in a couple of weeks. And we're going to pick her brain on this industry as a whole. So we're really excited about that. Really excited about it. I mean, it's it's a real coup to get Dr. Lemke on here. She's uh, she's featured on the Joe Rogan podcast in the past, and really looking forward to picking a brain on on the way that that foot is structured. Because we jokingly say, I mean, we talk about it on this podcast. We'll, we'll you know the other throwaway comment like, "Oh, it's addictive," or "We'll we'll play weekend league at the weekend because we're addicted." And, you know, the fact is that this game is, is designed to take advantage of our addictive natures as, as humans. Um, so yeah, Dr. Lemkes, I think she's widely accepted as being the world's leading authority on, on addiction. A lot of people will know her from the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. Um, she, she featured in that quite heavily. So yeah, it's going to be incredibly interesting. Um, really, really excited about it. And, as a kind of offshoot of that, it's, it's sort of motivated me to finally get back to streaming, everybody. Yes, at last. Um, so this pod will be out on Monday. So if you're listening during the daytime, uh, UK time, if you tune into Twitch at 6pm on the Monday night, you'll find me streaming with a new account where what I've done is I've basically spent four hours setting it up from scratch playing squad battles and seeing what kind of team I can build in four hours. So don't want to give too much away. Obviously, it's a bit of a clue with the uh, the Road to the Finals player that I mentioned earlier. But yeah, um, we're going to start out with a team built from scratch, have a look at what it's like after four hours, and then take it online and, and see how far we can get with that. And then the idea is to park it for a month. To, to see what would happen, to see how far behind the power curve it would be if it was parked for a month and then we went back to it. Because I think I think we'd all pretty much agree that sometimes it's healthy to take a break from FIFA. But I think that what puts people off a lot is kind of FOMO. The idea that if they do park it for a month, you know, they're going to be so far behind the power curve. Things will be so difficult when they come back. So yeah, that's the idea. I want to do that. I want to park it for a month and I want to see if it's true that you are that far behind the power curve or if after spending another four or five hours, you know, maybe you can bring it back up to scratch. So it should be fun. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to uh, starting from the bottom and seeing how far we can go. And I should add as well, actually, that if you're listening later in the week, it won't just be Mondays. Um, it's going to be Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. And it'll be from uh, UK time, six o'clock until eight o'clock. Very nice. Yeah, I'd be willing to bet that if you were to park your teams being as liquid as possible and coming back to it a month later, you'd probably be in better shape as if you'd been playing it the whole time with the rate, you know, the way content drops. But just a hunch. Steve, where can the people tune into your streams? I'm pleased you asked, Hunter. Uh, they can find them at twitch.tv forward slash the foot coach. And where can they follow you on social media? They can follow me on social media, Hunter, twitter.com forward slash the foot coach, or just search for out the foot coach. Basically type the foot coach in Google <laughs> and you'll find me. Okay. It's pretty simple. And if you want to sign up for the foot Academy, type in something like, I don't know, Steve Stokes foot Academy and Google, and you'll have a fair chance of hitting me. 
Alternatively, patreon.com forward slash Foot Academy. In all seriousness, it's it's been a pretty good month for the Foot Academy. I've, I've really enjoyed making the content that we've had this year. The how to play the Bayern way, as I've never had reviews like it for a system, um, despite Matt's struggles. Uh, guys that have hit, I think we had one guy hit top 500 in the elite division uh, with the how to play the Bayern way. He'd never been anywhere near that high before. So GG's to him. And a lot of people are finding that, you know, they're getting the, the best results of their, of their FIFA lives in some, in some cases with the, uh, the buying system. I love it. I was really excited when I put it together. I knew it was going to be a hit. So yeah, if you, if you want to get a slice of that fun, check out the Foot Academy. But there's, yeah, there's, there's all, all kinds of good stuff in there this month. And, uh, I'm excited about what's to come as well. The, uh, there's a lot of good stuff in the pipeline. I can assure you of that. Steve's got a lot in his pipeline. Matt, where can they follow you on social? I'm at Lambo Matt on Twitter if you want to say hello. And for what it's worth, Steve, your 442 and Atalanta systems were serving me just fine. So maybe I'm too hard tuned into those to adapt to buy-in, but uh, you know, I'll give it another try at some point. There we go. Something for everybody. Yeah. I'm still rocking the 442. That's like my, my bread and butter formation. And the Atalanta, Matt, I will say that after trying different people in certain spots, that left winger, without giving too much away, is very critical in who you play at that left wing role and the cam, to be honest. But uh, it really means a lot, uh, the personnel. So that's why it's also important. If you guys who are in the Foot Academy, watch the fucking video. Don't just use the tactics. Don't do what I did. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> Paul, where can they follow you on social? Uh, right foot on Twitter. Hardly ever on Twitch. W-R-I-G-H-T-F-U-T. Right fucking foot. I love that. You bastards. Well, <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> hey, aren't you in a, uh, aren't you in a, a TV ad coming up? We're going to do some, some, uh, tell us about that. Uh, hang on, right. Bradford's best knickers. Hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll bring you in, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> God. I've, be- before we go... <laughs> Before we go, I'm, I'm sure all of the listeners will agree that with his new microphone, Righty is sounding super sexy. And we actually, we've got together and we've decided that, Righty, you should be, you should be pitching for voiceover work. We think that you could, you could get in on some, I don't know, women's underwear commercials, that sort of thing. So here's your big chance. Go for it. Come and buy Bradford's Best Knickers. Hardly worn, mostly clean. Buy one, get one free, you bastards. Maybe not. Maybe that was a bad idea. <laughs> Hardly worn, mostly clean. What What do you want? My emails have been lighted up already and you haven't even put it out yet. Maybe that's my lawyer. <laughs> it's definitely the lawyer. Could be the police. I could be the next. What's his name? Ian Sterling, is it? Love Island. Yeah. Thicker ways off that. I'll put a link in the show notes. Bradford's best knickers and a link you to Paul's Twitch stream. <laughs> All right. If you'd like to own a pair of Paul's used knickers, got to go. We'll catch you next week. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.